Are you starting it now? Yeah. Three. We, we don't even have the audio ready. Two. Yeah, I have the audio. Yeah, yeah ready? Basically, he wrote up a plan, like literally wrote a plan on how he was going to make his girls the best athletes in the world. And he did it. Like this man had a plan. He stuck to it for his entire life. And he, ma- he got he made them stars. So like Olympic stars. Well, yeah, I mean, they're they won Wimbledon. Both of them have won Wimbledon. One of the biggest uh, tennis matches in the world. Oh, oh so he was like representing like. Serena Williams' father? Is that what oh, Serena Williams. He, he, he was portraying his yeah, yeah, so father. And, oh, and then okay. the girls, that Venus and Serena Williams, they were acted by other characters as well within the movie. Yeah. It's their life. Did and it just come out? 
It came out. It came out in like well, it was a 2021 movie because it wouldn't have been nominated for an Oscar if it wasn't. So I think Facts. it was like November or December. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> Just have the date in there. That's that's fire. I'm gonna have to watch it tonight. It's a really like honestly, Will Smith deserves that award. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to like like like, like pick sides. Did, yeah, I'm not trying to pick sides or anything. He Can definitely deserves that. Sides? What was it? Can you cuss? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> you had to think about it then. I had to think about it. I mean, not that loud though. No. It's my sure. family gonna hear it. No, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm Latina, she don't look my ass. Uh, <laughs> 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 getting all of us. <laughs> okay, so with that, how do y'all feel about Jada's reaction afterwards? The the thing she said about Will. Toxic, man. That's toxic. just straight toxic. Because it goes to the point that it's like, Man, that's, you're a little bit quiet. I want to hear what you got to say. She said, uh-uh. <laughs> no. Well, what did she say? I, okay, basically she said, she said that she was embarrassed that how uh, Will's behavior towards the, what, the GA, uh, what's it called? G.I. Jane? G.I. Jane joke. G.I. Jane joke, which is basically just a woman. No, yeah, I would be uncomfortable too if someone made a joke about me, but... There you go, but that's not. But then again, I don't know. Like, I don't. I'm not for Will Smith's reaction or for. You're. You're. I'm kind of yeah. Like everyone has their own opinion. I you're a lot that, but, Yeah. So you would have just been there like this and did it. I would have felt awkward even if he didn't. <laughs> even if he didn't slap him. But which, I, I as let's say he was your man, would you want him to step up and defend you, or would you want that to be like, hey, I just let it be as a joke. I was like. I don't think the joke was Cause funny. Because you, you would be uncomfortable because of the joke, and then you would be uncomfortable because you're embarrassed yeah. because he's not doing anything. You're like, thanks, babe. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Uh, she at least should have stood up and clapping like, yeah, that's my man. But nah, not even that. <laughs> yeah, I don't that's know. my man. Just like that. I think that was kind of messed up, though, uh, that she said that after. Yeah, because he was... If you Wait, see actually, it, he him? Yeah, because if you see at the start, like he's he's having fun until he sees his wife, you know, her reaction. You know, her, her the camera's right cut now. when she looks at him, yeah. yeah so oh, no, it catches it. Yeah. She, she gives like, gives a, like a, a little bit of a glance. Oh, yeah, like a little frown and like gets mad. Okay, yeah. but in all reality, I think the joke itself, it, it might have been like in bad taste or whatever. Yeah, but the But it's a G.I. Jane joke, and G.I. Jane's supposed to be this pretty, like, girl in a movie and, that's bald like so world is world it really is it really a like a rude joke or is it a compliment whatever we say we might get canceled but this guy but it's okay because honestly i mean yes the, al- <laughs> the alopecia yeah. thing might have caused like like but i don't know if i wasn't aware of it I, like if no, no one knew yeah. about the alopecia thing and he said the di jane joke and everyone went on with their day I will, it would have been fine. He like, he laughed at first. You have to understand that. Not even that. Like, you're looking at what his name is. What Chris Rock, right? Yeah, yeah. Chris Rock, who is a comedian, and not even that. Will Smith is a comedian. Overall, like a good actor. I love like Will Smith. His his everything like from uh, Shark Tales to like that robot one and all that shit. They're all good movies. He, he made a lot of seven pounds and seven pounds is so good. It's pursuit of happiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah pursuit of happiness. Like all these great movies that Will Smith, as a black like, African American actor, has shown up. So for him to act that way, in a way, like I don't stand behind it. But at the same time, like come on, man. 
Like you're you're up here for all these actions. Like, go on, go put your stamp on. Like we expect more out of you. Um. Did you guys know he got banned for like 10 years from Foster's? <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of good. He was. Well, I mean, they didn't do anything when it happened. Like, after the slap, I feel like the best punishment should have been for him to leave the building. Mm-hmm. But the fact <laughs> they let him stay just showed that and get any, anybody could have went up there and did it. If Drake was at the at the Oscars, he could have went up there and slapped him, and they wouldn't have done anything. So they had to they had to be like, okay, we got to slap him on the wrist. Well, somehow. there's just so many people that complain and everything too. So if they yeah. did it, then the Oscars would have been taken as a joke. Yeah. That's why they I did agree. it. It's not because they well, no, they were actually worse. upset. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like there's so many other like famous people that have done so much worse and kind of. So, so can I can I add on to this topic? Yeah. So basically, on top of that, you have to see what's behind on the closed curtains, because a lot of it is saying, "Well, we're making this guy into a meme." I mean, there has to be a reason why he's reacting this way, and that goes back to men's mental health and how, you know, it's hard to be in a relationship where, uh, uh, like you can say, Jada, what's your name, Jada Smith is a high masculine female like you know she likes things done like that and for a man like will smith who's going to want to please his wife which i hope every guy loves to he's going to do that for his wife but to to a point where it it confuses him and it it gets his thoughts everywhere he's probably juggling between oh should i be more on my feminine side and let things slide or should be on my masculine side and be there for my wife and that's what you have to juggle too like it's definitely and 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 not even now i don't know if you guys saw but there was a, a, a video I don't know if you put videos in your in your thing, but you should. But basically, it's Jada Smith, Will Smith, and another lady in, in a in a like uh, interviewing them, and she goes, um, "Well, we don't want to get any more entanglements. Entanglements. How does that feel? Like saying, oh, we're, we don't want you to get go fuck more day. more more people. My bad. More people. Sorry. <laughs> Gonna bleep that out. Yeah. But I grew. I grew. Check the, there should be so basically, right you know, like it's like, like, like what? I think it's just a hard situation all around. So I just want to add one thing. So, like you were saying with men's mental health. So there was a scenario where um, this happened a while back when Jada, I think, turned forty. I don't know how long ago that was. So Will throws a party for her with like, I think he did a whole thing, and yeah. she said, "This is not a party for me. This was a party, it like." And it's showing your ego. He wanted to do it. And I think, okay, the reason why I bring that up is because I think Will Smith's ego plays a part in a lot of things he does. Is because you're talking about a man who has been so successful and been praised. Like, think about, like, Kanye, too. No one's mm-hmm. going to tell him no. Yeah. It's the same thing. So once you hear that over and over and over again that you're the greatest, like, I mean, shit, he played Muhammad Ali. Like, and, was, and he did amazing at it. So to be hearing that you're the greatest all the time, you built this like life, this, yeah, like this bubble, like no one can touch me. Yeah. And I feel like Jada sometimes feels that his ego gets in the way of things. I'm not defending Jada because I also feel that she has done wrong as well, but I think they're both flawed people just like everyone else. Well, I feel, with, with the whole most mid, like maybe his ego and all that because dude, he was on Fresh Prince. Like, everybody knows about Fresh Prince. That was everybody's show going on. You would see him, you know, everyone knows his intro song and all that. So I understand where he's coming from, but at the same time, like, I feel like that's what comes with a great a great actor, a great athlete. They're gonna be up there, they're gonna be praised because 
they see the good they do in people. Like, like literally, like one video I can always point out with Will Smith is that when he goes skydiving, he's talking about fear. Oh like, yeah, I like that. I like that too. Yeah. I like that video so much. It, it, it demonstrates that you can be caught up in so in such a high situation where you feel like nothing's happening, but as soon as you take that breath and you realize you're okay, everything's gonna be okay. Like. You'll get to things. You will. And that's a good point too. I think he um, he does a lot of good for people as well. Yeah. I mean, he wrote his book. He's done things because he wants people to learn that like there's more to life than just like the fame and everything. Like he wants to show his growth as for a sure. person. I'm sure he's he's worked on his ego, whether Jada has made him do it or he's done it on his own just because he wants to be a better person. Right. You know. And then. That just goes back to like the the whole entanglement thing, and not even that. There's been numerous times where Jada has brought up Tupac. Like if you guys don't know, she once had a thing with Tupac back then. And so like, you know, think about it. You're living your lifestyle, and you started seeing that one your girl, she's still caught up on Tupac. Like bro, if I had a girl and she was caught up on Tupac, bro, that's gonna break me every day. That's Tupac. I mean, that's Tupac. Sorry, that's gonna kill me already, man. And then, like, so on top of that, like, you get your life made into a meme. Like, yeah, that's when you start adding the whole Kanye and the whole, uh, you know, the, uh, the whole Will Smith. They're broken men. That's what it is. They've been broken down because they don't know if to be feminine or masculine or, you know, they want to be heard. But a man's feelings and, and all that ain't valued. As long as you're not providing, you ain't valued. It is, it's sad. It, it's a, there's a saying that women... Women, dogs, and kids are the ones that get loved unconditionally. A man does not get loved unconditionally unless he provides something. I know my dad. He don't provide. <laughs> no, he probably doesn't lie for you. Don't lie. Probably for you, what? You no, yeah. yeah, there you go. How do you feel about it, Vanessa? About the situation? No, about, like, what's your opinion on, well, yeah, about, this, about the situation. Well, I mean, he shouldn't yes, have said it, but he shouldn't have said that either. So I'm just kind of... I feel like my two cents don't really matter because everyone else's two cents are up there already. You don't feel like you have anything else to bring to the table when it comes to this conversation? Not really, because they're both kind of in the wrong, though. <laughs> 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 me I'm going to expose, expose you real quick. He's just showing me a video of a girl shaking ass. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> was it? No, it actually, that wasn't it. It was actually a picture of a car. Yeah. Okay. A six-story bollock. Okay. Actually, guys, I don't, I don't know about cars. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's not recording. That's how we got to the camera. It's not recording. Yeah, I had a feeling that was recording too. So. Piero had the backup camera going. That's kind of yeah. smart. What a save. I looked at it. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's not standing there just like that for a reason. <laughs> right. I don't know what happened, but it's back on now. This guy. So let's segue into. Um, yeah, next topic. <laughs> next topic. What is the next topic, Jero? You wanted to cover Come on, that? host. <laughs> All right, guys, so that's not the sister I think. Nancy. Okay, so we're going into the next topic. Can we just talk about two topics and one topic? No. Well, basically, men's, men's mental, mental health. health. Men's but, mental health matters. But it's just a little, like, glimpse of what we have to, like, speak about. You know what I mean? I really want to cover that question you asked. You asked me this question like a week ago. You asked me. That was going to be the last stage. Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking about. Okay, producer. Sorry. Thank you, producer. I appreciate you. You're welcome. 
So, okay, so we're hopping into our next Wait, topic. Wait, Mal, question was Sorry, next. I didn't mean to cut you That's going to be at the end. Yeah, we'll cut oh, it out okay. later. You can get it a little bit What's it called? Orale. Okay, so we're hopping into the next topic. We're going to talk about how social media influences you and how social media influences influence you. So, um, so let me start with Vanessa since she's the closest one in here. How do you feel about social media, first of all? I love social media. If I could choose something to do, I would really just do fashion and... Well, she is a, she is a model, guys. She's I'm a model. local IG baddie. <laughs> local IG baddie, surprise. Instagram champion, Nessa. Surprise, Um, okay, No, I love social media. I just, I'm not active anymore. And I think being a social media corrector is a full-time job, honestly. Even okay. though, like... Because, you know, like, it looks so easy, but, like, really, like, I don't know how to edit and do all that. Or, like, TikToks are kind of harder, low-key. Like, it yeah, takes time to be recording and doing all this stuff. Hold on, hold on. Or, like, planning your shoots, like, the location. Like, it's a full-time job. It is but, um, yeah, I love influencers. Like, I feel like they do influence me in some way. Like, the hairstyle I had last night was because I saw it from my influencer. Definitely. I think that's, that's kind of true that... When we see an influencer, we tend to live how they live. You know? Yeah, exactly, they, too. You know? I feel like it can also be kind of toxic because they're literally just showing you what you want to see. Yeah, And also, it. it can be, like, kind of draining because you're like, oh, my gosh, like, I wish I was there. Oh, my gosh, I wish I had that and that and this bag and this car and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. Definitely. How about you, Mark? Uh, I would agree, like, honestly about that. Like, you see uh, Logan Paul and Jake Paul and you see uh, David Zorbrick and they just have money. Like, they're just spending money. And they do help others, I do see that. But I wish they would just, like, spend a lot of that money to people who really need it. Like, a lot of people that they give it to already have shoes and clothes on the back. And you have kids in Africa that are starving and, you know, barely getting by. So, like, you know, it's nice that you're helping other people, but help those that are really in need. And um, you see the bad side on all of them. You see that some have rape allegations, and then you have people like Logan Paul who was at making fun of suicide in Japan for us, do you hear me? So like, everybody has a good side and everybody has a bad side and I can heavily agree on the, you know, so it influences it influence you in like in a good way and a bad way. The bad way is that it, want, it makes you see things that you don't have and you know, that's when you start to get depressed and that's when you start to be less appreciative of what you have. Yeah, and not to cut you off, but I feel like um, that's also, like how you take it because sometimes when i'm on social media too much i do i'm like oh my gosh like i wish i was prettier or i wish i was like this yeah, 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 yeah. but then that's why i take breaks from it so it's also like how and you see someone you're like oh she's ugly i'm better no <laughs> <laughs> no nah, but uh no yeah she's right and then overall just wake wake up and count your blessings because you have it better than somebody else and that's true you know believe it or not you know the j cole song whatever you Hey, your first album right there, Forest Hills Drives. Yeah. That's a killer I'll, album. I'll, I want to do an um, album, like, uh, I want to talk about albums on TikTok or something. It's, yeah, a, it's an idea should, right now. I don't know. If you follow me on TikTok, you know, Beagle Welding 777. Hot 7. You know, got, <laughs> got it tatted back here. Yeah, yeah, I got the Hot 7s on the back. What's your guys' next uh, tattoo? What do you guys want for your next tattoo? I'm trying to finish this one, and this one's... I got the smile now, cry later, and then with the, a 6'4 Impala, 
How recent was that? This is like two days ago. It looks like Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I noticed my thing. It, it has a helicopter, and it is going to be showing where I actually grew up, uh, which is a cemetery and hatcher back on uh, the Sunny Slope area. So you're going to see the. Oh, you're going to the cross streets there? Yeah, and then oh, you're, okay. gonna, you're also going to see the Sunny Slope Mountain because my brothers came here as Chicanos and were actually Southsiders going against the Norteños. So. Pretty badass history right there. I don't have any tattoos. Just because I don't know what I want, and also my mom would probably. I do. I want my quad, but uh, I want a leg sleeve, so I'm gonna nice. start doing that. I want a, a cowboy hat or a cowboy boot. Nice. I also have wear a cowboy. I don't know where. That's why I also don't. My bad. Oh, I want to show this one. And then my mom's you know, big support on the cancer, foot cancer, so. Do you want to touch this girl? I have to. Yes, the girl. Oh, shit. I didn't see that. <laughs> see, I forget they're there too, because... Is that the 6 9 That is... Did I help mama? <laughs> nah, that's good. She did. She let me do it. Oh, I thought it was Yang. Yeah, I thought it first. Cancer sign. Oh, okay. Are you big okay. on astrology? Not really. I'm in the spirit. They sound emotional. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's <laughs> true. Are you an asparagus or what? Is it camera? Mine's Marsha. I just heard. Yeah. Mine's Marsha. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Just so you all know. What are you? What are you? Fire signs? Water signs? I'm water signs. What if we're all water signs? I'm all water signs. What are I you? I'm a water sign too. Wait, if, if, what are you? If that's true, then we're but all. But I don't know my big three. So, so I'm not. We're all water three. signs then. Am I water signs? It's a fucking tsunami in here. Okay. Are you guys a water sign? Probably because, like, the girls are like, <laughs> when people talk about it, when people talk about it, I can kind of get into it. Like, I can learn, so I'm willing to learn about it. But there's sometimes when people take it too far and they be like, I don't hang out with these type Same, of people. Same, I'm just like, uh, what okay, do you mean? Uh, you're like, so, <laughs> you find out someone is something and then you want nothing to do with them yeah. because of that. It's like, okay, you might have had, like, past bad experiences, but don't we limit yourself. Men. It's like, we <laughs> No, but yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, I'm willing to learn too, but I just... Don't I don't know much about it, so that's why I don't speak on it. It's just weird because people are like becoming prejudiced against uh, astrology signs, <laughs> and like and like astrology yeah, signs. Astrology is supposed to be like um, like a spiritual thing almost. Yeah, yeah. So why would you be prejudiced? It kind of takes like it is the purpose out of it. You so, know, how are you spiritual but prejudiced at the same time? <laughs> it just it doesn't make sense to me. So I'm I'm really spiritual like too. Like I'm all about like peace, love. Nah, but basically, <laughs> basically when I was in Colorado, I spent uh, four months living by myself to the point where, like, I became, like, I don't know, like, I really got to know myself and, like, who I am. Oh, man. And basically, like, all the, spirit, the spirituality stuff is all real. Like, karma comes back and it will bite you in the butt. I agree. And I think what comes around goes wrong. No, for sure. And on top of that, you know, if you really pay attention to all the religions, they really preach one thing which is true um love and, and love your neighbor you get me basically and you know so all these religions lead to one thing is 
Basically, so he cuts up his credit cards, he cuts up his identity, and he basically he lives he off goes, of the land yeah. for as long as he yeah. possibly can. Yeah, he's a real guy. It's a real yeah. true story. Yeah, so, it's, 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 it's a real guy, nice. but his his name that he gave himself, his new name is Alexander the Great, or Alexander into the Wild. And basically, this guy, you know, he's smart, comes from a family who wants the best room with wealthiness. Yeah. And wasn't he, like a trust fund kid too. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, He got yeah. a lot of money. He gave yeah. it all up basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, this guy who his parents have so many expectations and, and as teenagers and as, as growing into young adults, we face that. We, we face people putting a lot of pressure on us and, and having expectations for us that sometimes we can't meet because we go through shit. And basically this guy, he, he graduates college for and, and a top student for his family, not for him. Once that's settled, that's when he's, his life starts. That's when he, whenever he you know, he goes, he disappears, and he, he gets rid of everything, and he goes into the world, heading towards Alaska on foot. And actually, like, like I, I love this movie to a point because, like, people ask me, like, what are your dreams? And I tell them two dreams. I tell them, do you want my dreams with reality? And then, or do you want my dreams without reality? With reality, I tell them, I want to be financially stable to a point where I can take care of my family because I'm done living for me. I'm living for them. I want to make sure that I can create generational worth, uh, wealth for my family and the generation that comes. And I and that's that. And I tell them my actual dream dream is I would love a van and I would love travel. to travel. I, I, I would love to do that too. I've said the same thing. I would love to travel. And, and yeah. I recently just went to Flagstaff, so I don't have the camera to pick this up or whichever. But like, there's these pictures, and that's me, and then there's Into the Wild. Yeah, Into the Wild. The movies. It's a great. It's a very well shot movie. And it shows the money. Like, basically, it's a really great movie. And you know, if you guys have the chance to, to watch it, I hope you guys take everything in and really. The part with the vehicle inside. Oh yeah, because I don't think I watched the movie. I, I want to explain that vehicle part because I quote that that line too. And basically, towards the towards the end of the movie, and he meets a, an older guy, and you know, this older guy lost his family. And he lost all his family, and he's old, you know, he's, he's just 
waiting to die, and he's he's a he does leather work, so um, he shows him how to do leather work and all this stuff, and he has a great time. Uh, his name's Alex. Alex takes him to all these different places where the Vijito has never been, and shows him that you can still experience enjoy enjoy life even when you've been through hardships and when you've been through your you know trial tribulations, and basically. Um, he shows him, and Alex has to go because he needs to finish his dream of getting to Alaska. And the Vijito gets sad, and Alex says, Alex tells him, um, the the joy in life, or or he says, uh, God, or happiness is in everything and anything you can experience. God put God put happiness in anything and everything you can experience. And I quote that to this day, because you're gonna go through things, and you're gonna look back on them, and you're gonna be happy that you went through. It's I like that, character. Man. Yeah, I like no, that yeah. a lot. Character development. For sure, for sure. And it is true, because I live by a quote that says, weak people are made because of the weak environment. Oh, yeah. Tough people are made because of the tough environment. So if you put a tough person in a weak environment, they'll get comfortable. If you put a weak, weak person on a tough environment, 100%. No, they yeah, won't make 100%. It. That's and, how it works. And it's crazy, because now, I go look back and like through the pandemic, and I used to tell myself like, "Damn, like, and so that's boring." I I want I want to do something, and now I'm like, you know, and now that I do a lot of things, you know, not to die, of course, because everyone got their stuff doing. You know, I wish I could like, damn, wish I could have a night where I can just watch Netflix and stuff like that. But now I tell myself, I'm like, nah, because this is what I wanted, you know. I want to be tired, do things, you know. But it's it's pretty good because I look at it the way that you know, I didn't get this far to get this far. Right. Yeah, true. I want to. I want to keep going because, you know, there's people. Of course, there's people that are gonna, you know, stop for a bit and they're gonna, you know, go back into college later on. There's people that are, you know, gonna stop right now and they wanna you know, get their life together. But I'm like, you're trying to get your life together. You quit on stuff. You're really not getting it together. Like dropping it just to get it back again so you can drop it again. Yeah. And and that's the that's the toughest part about the people when they enter the twenties. They go into the thirties. That some people don't have it together, you know. Some people just. But you don't have to have it together. That's the thing that's true, because that's true. in your in your twenties, or I mean, more thirties, you're you're figuring it out and you kind of had it settled. But in your twenties, you're just like, it's a new world, really. Definitely. I mean, for all of us. I we're mean, all in your thirties or the new twenties. <laughs> is that how it is? Hey, what we're we talking about? Sorry. Um, also, you're talking about the whole like, you drop out and then you don't know if you're doing your life right or what. No, no, it's more like the things that you're you're doing but you don't want to do them enough because you don't feel like you're stable enough to do them well listen like no one's prepared in life no one right. came in here with my guide or nothing bro like a lot of people tell me like, like i'm proud of you for the things you've been through and the things you overcame how did you do i look up to you I didn't reach. bro half the times like i was fucking depressed i didn't want to be here like, i went through those days because i simply did without no guidance without no help because i had to there was no way to make it easier. You simply have to go through things because it shapes you. That's it. That's what I was saying. But you know, you, you want to be able to do that stuff. I feel like for me right now, I haven't been able to quit on something that I wanted to do. You know? and, and that, that, yeah. goes, and that goes back to what you said, that you know, weak times create weak people and tough times create tough people. You give a man comfortability and he's never going to leave there. And I could speak off that because I was in a point where I was so comfortable that when once I got uncomfortable, 
I walled up, man. I, I think that's uh, happens to a lot of people in their jobs too. Yeah, I folded, mm-hmm. man. I went five months without getting out of bed, bro. My only comfort spot was my bed. Every time I woke up, I felt sick to the knees. And you know what I did? I went to go get help. I went to go get counseling. I started therapy. And that's why my company, Ego Wally, is big on men's mental health because I want to get to a point where I'm making enough money. I can pay for people's therapy. I can pay for people's counseling. I can pay so somebody can have a good sleep at night. Because there was times I couldn't even sleep, bro. My thoughts were everywhere. And mm-hmm. it sucks. But you get through it, man. And I think right now I'm, I'm in the point in my life where I'm, I'm, I'm if I come back. I have two companies. I'm going to Virginia. I'm going to make money out there. I'm going to go busy here. <laughs> With that said, I think I'm going to segue into uh, the point. That you brought me this question maybe like a week or two ago, and I found it to be really interesting, and I've been pondering it for a while now. Um, you said, out of the stages of grief, what between denial and acceptance, which one is harder to deal with? What do you think? Are you asking me now? I gotta, I, I'm asking you. You asked me the question. Now I gotta ask you. Wait, hold up. Can I answer you this last? You didn't answer. You didn't give your your take about influence. influence. He did. Let me do it. He didn't have his two cents. It's a little late now. I'm just thinking. It's three, two. Yeah, a quick, a quick thirty seconds on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A brief. Um, I think if. I, my take on influencing, I find it to be a great way to like build a business these days. Like, even if your business has nothing to do with entertainment, if you have like clothing, um, like the, your welding, anything, yeah. and you put on TikTok and you find yeah, a, a, a niche of people, <laughs> it's a great way. But at the same time, there's a balance, and I think sometimes that balance is it. it, it it's too much sometimes. There's too much going on. There's too much drama and like fake things on there. I agree. And I don't like. There's a lot of like fake positive, fake woke people on social media. It's. That's a, yeah. And that's where I'm like in the middle. I'm like, I need to take a break from this stuff because it's just too much sometimes. And just like anything, there's too much of anything is a bad thing. Oh, for sure. That, that's all I got to say, honestly. That's why I'm like big on camping, bro. Getting away from technology is a must, man. And a fat churro. <laughs> uh, I think I got out of social media for like three weeks and it felt good. Now I'm to worry about it. Does like, it's like a nice break. It did make you forget about a lot of people though. Oh, for sure. But other yeah, people that don't have your number and stuff like that. You know? Oh, yeah, dude. So it, it, okay. was, it, was, it was nice. Well, it really teaches you who's really got your back. Because yeah. when you're gone off social media, people notice. It, yeah, people will notice and they'll also be like, like oh, I should text this guy or yeah. I should go see Piero and see what he's up to but you realize which people are just internet friends and which people are actually your friends oh, like someone will text you like hey like how oh, are you or like I've noticed you're not on social media I don't know I'm nosy so I'd be like and, this, and with <laughs> that you noticing something like that recognizes real so like yeah, yeah. You, you find those people just keep those people or don't you remember just like you're doing something like oh my gosh it's this person hasn't posted in a while it's I haven't basically seen like you know when you post on Snapchat like don't text yeah. me like no, <laughs> but uh, what I was gonna say is, uh, I wanted to add on to what you said, but I lost it. Wait, what part? I forgot, man. It was, it was good, too. I'm sure I'll come back. It was good. But now nah, we'll be too ahead of you. <laughs> nah, yeah, well, just, just go ahead. Ready? Okay. Alright, guys, we'll hang into our last segment. We're gonna talk about uh, a question. 
I guess I'll ask it. You should mm-hmm. ask it and then answer as well. Oh, okay, so I'll answer it. I'll, I'll give you guys my take on it. The question is, what is the hardest stage of grief? And the two answers that I came up with were denial and acceptance. And I thought, which one was the hardest one, you know? I ended up coming with denial, you know? And some people may think it's, it's different, you know, uh, that it's the wrong answer. And that's okay, you know, it's, it's everyone's decision to come up with, you know, with your answer because at the end of the day, it's your mind who thinks it, it's your body that goes through it. Um, and I thought denial, definitely. Not only because of, of the fact that, you know, you want to make sure it's the answer that you want to hear, you know? Mm-hmm. Just thinking about it, you know? And while well, acceptance was just the last part of it, like, I, feel, I felt that acceptance was more of a, okay, you know? It, it is what it is. While denial, it's, it's going through the process of, damn, that really happened. Yeah. You know, like, I don't, I don't believe it. I still don't believe it. And this can be found in a, many different different places i mean you can find denial you know um, friendship relationships relationships, family laws you know school and it's it's always going to be that but but that was for me denial i think is is one of the hardest stages when it comes to grief so vanessa which one do you think um this is more personally of course i want to say probably acceptance i agree with that too i think acceptance i mean denial is hard too like obviously Mm -hmm. like you don't want to hear what you don't want to hear also like things happen and you don't want to believe them but i feel like um acceptance is like the hardest because then you're like finally like oh like it happened like there's nothing you can change about it and also like you said it does affect like your mind body and your health and everything mm-hmm. but i feel like once you like accept it everything like kind of life will kind of like figure itself out and like like you said earlier like not everything bad uh lasts forever like you know good things happen or there's good and everything bad. There's good stuff and bad things too. Yeah, man. Can't see the rainbow without some rain, man. <laughs> yeah. Some rain, man. So yeah, I think acceptance is the hardest. Because then you're just like, what can you do? Have never seen the rain. Never left. Never. Yeah. Okay, what about you, Matt? Last, so. Wait, Matt's take. Okay, so I also agree. I think acceptance is um, harder than denial. Uh, because once you accept something for what it is, it like, it can still hurt. Like, accepting something can still hurt, and that's what people like. Yeah. Once you accept it, they think, oh, like, well, from the outside looking in, it's like, okay, he's over it, he's moved on, or she's over, she's moved on. Yeah, exactly. But in reality, it's like, it can still hurt to know that person isn't isn't in your life anymore, whether they're gone, gone, or just just not a part of your life. And I think a lot of people forget that. Uh, denial is huge too, but. I feel like the denial part, there's still hope in you, and that's what's keeping you going. Yeah, that's and, it. Yeah, and that's, and that's why it's so... But it can be toxic, like, mentally draining, too. Well, denying that someone isn't around you anymore. Say you break up with someone. I'm going to use that as an example. And your, your denial that you guys are going to eventually get back together. There's, a, there's hope in your heart that you guys are going to get back together. That's, that's a positive way to look at it. 
and it can keep you going, but accepting it for what it is and moving on with it can be even harder to deal with, I think. Yeah, like hope, hope is a sign of killing. Right. It's here telling you, oh, what if, what if this, what if that. Like, you know, you just got to throw that out the door, man. Sometimes what ifs don't really work, and you kind of just have to go with, like, what is. Yeah, you know? it is what it is, you know? That's the thing, That's man. a group quote. Hell yeah, man. Phrase <laughs> it right there. Man. Moses, what about you? Um, I'm honestly gonna go with denial, and just because the acceptance, like I've been through it already, like with a bunch of people actually, like, from my my mom, you know, uh, my mom, my tia, Ramos, I just didn't get to meet twenty, you know, and, and it's been like that for a young age, but um, it was a denial because acceptance, man, like that's the easiest, like believe it or not, it is the easiest because that's when you're like, alright, they're gone, man, life goes on. You know, if this person really cared about me and they loved me, as their son, or as their as their brother, or primo, or whatever, they would want me to move on and be happy, man. Keep going in life, man. To take the risk and to do everything that I, that I was supposed to do with them, but now on my own. And I've been on that, man. But I would say denial, cause like denial is like, man, they're not here no more. You don't know how many times I crave my mom's food, man. No one can make arroz like how she made it, man. I crave everything from my mom's like touch to her voice to everything, man. I have a whole arm piece dedicated to her. I have a back piece that's gonna be dedicated to her. A portrait, not even that. A voice memo that I'm gonna make into just the voice, the voice memo, and have it down my spine. Cause it sucks. It sucks going through all that shit at 15. It sucks going at it through 15 and then having to be strong for others. Cause I have nieces and nephews. My my mom was the backbone of six of seven sons. I'm the seventh kid. And to lose your, your half out like that, dude, my, my world came crashing, man. I, I didn't have my mom for days. Think about it, not eating your mom's food? Like shit fucking sucks, man. My mom was my number one supporter and everything. My mom worked three jobs. And just, she worked three jobs so I could play football, man. She thought I was gonna go pro. I'm fucking 5'9", man. I ain't going pro. <laughs> I'm 5'9", I'm, I'm I ain't going pro mama, but I'm gonna do my best for you. And she, I don't know how, to, how she came up with the money, but she did. And I was playing football, bro. I was doing my best for her, and I'm here trying still. So like, I understand the whole denial and acceptance. But bro, denial is always gonna fuck you up. Because you're gonna get home, she ain't gonna be there. You don't call her, she ain't gonna pick up. You don't wanna cry? Man, you ain't gonna go. You ain't gonna have mom's arms to confront you. It sucks, man. And it sucks even more when my dad, he was so hurt, and 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 I had to go through things alone. I had to do signatures on my own. I had to, you know, do all this stuff on my own. Get to school on my own. There was times I had to work. I'd walk an hour to work. You know, I didn't have no nobody to be there. And it sucks. My mom, right as of right now, the the reason why I'm homeless and I can say I'm homeless. Because when my mom dad, my, when my mom died, my brothers, they separated, man. I don't even have brothers. I told them already. I was like, I'm done with you guys. As soon as I'm in Virginia, don't hit me up. I want the best for you. I love you. But you guys are draining. And my, my mom would, would be disappointed in y'all for being like this. And for me to be 19, bro, come on. I told them, like, I want to see you guys eat, just not at my table anymore. You guys are considered dead to me because it's hard. It's hard to get us together, just so we can do some simple shit. 
And and it is what it is, but I'm here now, I'm doing better, thanks to God. I put my trust in the Lord, you know. And I always do. I always quote him. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I the for I the Lord knows the plans for you, plans to prosper you, plans to keep you to give you hope in the future, not to harm you. And I'm here living it, man. And and I can tell you, I've been through my good days and I've been through my bad days. I think a lot to say, man. No, yeah, a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. No, yeah, for sure. We were keeping it for a while. No, yeah. And and I'm glad that you guys, you know, gave me the opportunity to speak upon this. Where I, it's it's high. It's, I I I highly speak of this. And also, you don't know who yeah. is listening. So yeah, and, 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 I, and I hope my voice is a soothing arms for you if you're going through something, man. Because as a person who's been through it, I'm here. And, and, I, and I say it to a point where like, I almost took my own life, too. So so if you if you feel like you're out of it, man, seek help. Go to hospitals. They'll put you in a room by yourself, man. And the lady will come in and she'll be like, everything's going to be okay. Because I was in the hospital room. I took the steps to go there. So don't be afraid, man. And and once you do, I promise you, man, you'll be okay. So keep on going, man, and, and keep on fighting, cause that's all you can do. And once again, thank you. I was very emotional at the end. You almost made me cry. <laughs> uh, don't cry. No, I make a lot of people cry. If it's girls, they'll be crying. <laughs> <laughs> and I said you cry. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Well, we came to a conclusion of our episode. I think this is PvP at 7. Yeah. PvP 7 or EP 7. Oh, I'm going to back up it. Just beagle welding. <laughs> you know, I, I really put my heart in it. Where's my sword? My sword is my sister. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. 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 I have a Where's lot. Where's link? I have, I have a lot going on. Like, like I said, it's it's mental mental health. I, like it was last month, and I have a hoodie in uh, dark blue. Oh my bad. In dark blue, that's considered like you know whenever you're feeling blue, you know. That's the concept. That's that's why. And it's gonna be all the money is gonna be going towards you know men's mental health research and people who need it, medication. Um, not even that, just a hoodie dedicated to those who. Sometimes feel out of place. So yeah. All right. With that said, be good, welcome. I want to appreciate everyone for tuning in. I want to appreciate everyone for coming in. Yeah, man. Um, Thank you. An amazing episode in a different place, different setting, but same people. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, all this on one cup of lemonade. One cup of lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> one lemonade. So. Thank you to our host, um, yeah, Kira Moran. Period. <laughs> we'll see y'all later. Y'all have a good night, good day, whatever. Stay safe. <laughs>